Welcome to Love Notes from a Soul Coach, the podcast where we don't shy away from the difficult topics. We dive deep and explore what it means to genuinely, authentically heal. I'm your host, Mary, and if you're ready, let's jump into today's show. Hello, friends. How is everybody doing out there? As November draws to a close and the holiday season picks up momentum. Don't forget, I have a free guided meditation on my homepage right now for extra support if this time of year is difficult for you. Please check it out at marywelch.com. It's totally free, my gift to you. You can also pass it along to anyone you know who might be struggling and could use a little extra support right now. For today's show, I wanted to share some writing I did over the Thanksgiving break. There were so many things on my list that I'd planned to get to around the house, but mostly what I felt called to do was reflect and write. So I indulged that. I didn't fight it. It's a gift when the words come. I've learned this over time. When I feel like writing, I cancel all plans and write. I honor the urge. I'm grateful for the urge. I read something the other day about gratitude that really resonated along these lines from Brother David Steindl Rast. He said, the root of joy is gratefulness. It is not joy that makes us grateful. It is gratitude that makes us joyful. Mm. Isn't that lovely? I'm grateful for all of you who are listening right now, so very grateful and so very joyful for the privilege to share. slipping into winter. I turn the dial on the thermostat like a radio station, trying to find the right amount of heat. Too much makes me sleepy. Too little feels like the house I grew up in, where we could practically see our breath indoors, but all complaints were met with an indifferent, just put a warmer sweater on, from my mother. Even though I'm nearly 50 and own my own home, I still feel like I'm going to get in trouble if I nudge the dial past 70. Life is filled with invisible lines like this. You can spot them if you pay close attention. The thresholds we tell ourselves we're not allowed to cross. The often arbitrary, tight parameters we live inside of, even though our joy tends to lie just beyond the borderline. Most days I split the difference. I keep the heat relatively low and walk around the house, cradling a hot water bottle like a newborn baby. My partner calls it my turtle. I strap it to my back when I need both of my hands free. I sit with it against my stomach or balance it on my lap when I'm writing. I empty and refill it all day long. The kettle is almost never not in use from early November to late April. Tonight, I've carried my hot water bottle baby to bed early. The remnants of last week's head cold are still working their way through me like hardened clay 
under the slow, patient labor of a rolling pin. I've brought dinner with me, too, reheated leftovers from Thanksgiving. A strangeness dawns on me as I settle in and blow into the bowl of red lentil soup between my hands. This is a dish my daughter made when she was visiting from Chicago for the holiday. My child is mothering me. We've traded places for a moment. This has never happened before. I'm not a casual, flexible, trade places kind of person. I inhabit the role of mother like a bronze statue bolted to the floor. I am a monument, a mountain. I refuse to move. I'm not going anywhere. You can count on it. You can count on me to be the maker of soups, the taker of care, the giver who outgives, the Kate Bush lyric, I'll come in a hurricane for you. But here I am, suddenly, feeling tired, in bed at 7.30, drinking down my daughter's soup like medicine. It's another invisible line, and somehow, without intending to, I've crossed it. I learned about the spectrum of consent recently. It's Kai Chen Tom's work, inspired by Betty Martin. It goes like this, enduring, tolerating, willing, wanting. Turns out consent between the sheets and in our lives at large is not a simple yes or no deal. There are nuances to it. Some of us are tolerating touch, tolerating our partners, tolerating the hand we were dealt and calling it a yes. But tolerating something is not the same thing as wanting it. Putting up with our lives is not the same thing as enjoying them or celebrating them or deciding to live them, hardships and all, with a spirit of acceptance and dignity. Some of us endure the winter, but not me. I want it. I love it. For all the challenges winter brings, it's still my favorite season. I've never outgrown the giddiness of a first snow, and I never tire of putting the fireplace in the living room to good use. Maybe it's because I'm more comfortable pulling inward, hiding under layers. Maybe it's because I like the beach best in the off-season, when the sand has turned hard and crystalline, and you can walk for miles without seeing another soul. Maybe it's because I do my best thinking in the hush of everyone else being tucked in their own rooms, sequestered in their own houses. There are different kinds of quiet, the slicing quiet of lovers stonewalling, the scary quiet of a storm about to break, and the luscious quiet, the abundant quiet, the quiet of a blackened sky at night, the quiet of a blank page or a fresh sheet on a bed, all the covers pulled back. Come, it whispers, inhabit me, let me receive you, give me your stories, I know how to hold them. Thanks for spending the time with me today. And if you heard something that resonated, please consider liking, subscribing, and sharing this podcast so it can find its way to other ears out there. To learn more about my work and my latest offerings, visit me at marywelch.com or on Instagram at marywelchofficial. 
until next time, friends.